Welcome to Truth Culture Life. I am Royce Hood, and I am joined today by a powerhouse group of uh, guys. We've got Father Michael Orsi in Naples, Florida. Father, oh. how you doing? Rang, rang a dang dang. I'm here. Yeah, I will. I, how about how about you introduce your friend? Hey, I get the uh, privilege and honor of introducing to you my big buddy. B.C. Cloutier, uh, who is the president for Action for Life. And uh, this man uh, pulled off a great coup last week, and we'll tell you all about that. All right. Yeah. Now, um, are you guys actually, do you guys actually like each other? Or no, I, I wanted to clear the air there. I do, the best I, I do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> B.C., welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the welcome. I'm really happy to be here. Listen to that Texan or Mississippi accent. That's not Mississippi accent. That comes from Maine. Is that Maine? I, Maine I, and, and Buffalo. It sounds Maine. more New York to me. Right? That's it's gotta be a New York accent. You know, Robin Hood, you know, well, you're like you're like dealing going. with a pro. I mean, you know, he did radio and uh, for a long time. And uh, he's got one of those radio voices. And, uh, you know, they, they look for people who don't sound kind of like anywhere in the country, but it's kind of generic uh, speech. Right, BC? Uh, Father, first of all, I want to thank you for not pointing out what a great face I have for radio. But that's... You know, <laughs> he's, a, he's a handsome man, I can assure you. When we go up to Maine, my wife tells me that all of a sudden I start dropping R's, and so I'm parking the car on like that. I don't, I don't notice it, but as a disc jockey, I uh, tried my best to um, to mask my accent, and I did a pretty good job. But I also lived all over the country, so you know now some days I sound like a thug, and some days I sound like a saint. It depends, you know, which BC shows up. Well, I say the same thing about me. Sometimes I sound like a thug, <laughs> but it's not my accent. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, BC and I have known Father for a number of years each, and I'm sure we've both encountered experiences where Father Orsi's really about to get himself into a lot of trouble. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have no idea. <laughs> All right. So, BC, how long have you known Father O for? I think uh, we're going on uh, six years that uh, I was a lapsed Catholic. And then uh, an event in my life uh, caused me to return to the church. And it happened that the first mass I attended was presided over by Father Orsi. And uh, I just liked him. He's, you know, he's a, he's a real guy. He's a priest's priest. And I knew that I could relate to him. So over time, we kind of got to know each other. And then when he realized that I had media experience, he said, you know, we could use you to produce Action for Life TV, which is a weekly interview show that Father does. So I volunteered to do that. And then uh, I was elected to the board of Action for Life. And then, sadly, our previous president, Bill Oppenheimer, suffered a massive stroke and uh, so I took over as president, and uh, that brings us to the present day. You see, I'll tell you what one of my what, what one of my strong points is. I know I'm not good at some things, maybe not good at a lot of things, but I know who is. <laughs> so yeah, you, you got to tap into the talent that God gives you 
especially with those folks that uh, come your way. I mean, look, Robin Hood, I mean, you know, I recognized your talent right away. I'm still trying to figure out what my talent is, Father. So uh, oh, come on. Come on. You know what your talent is. I told you that uh, you are one of my greatest finds. <laughs> well, <laughs> so look, that's the thing. If you, if Father Orsi likes you, there's two things that can happen. One, you might get a nickname. Yeah. And two, he's going to put you to work. No doubt about uh, it. <laughs> so it's a, yeah, it's endearing. It's endearing to know that like, hey, you've got stuff to do now. BC, you're, I mean, you're an incredibly busy guy. At least you were last week when I saw you. Um, I'm quite positive at times uh, you were bilocating during the Jim Caviezel event. Because I look, you're in one room, like helping people figure out where their seats are. And then you're ushering in like movie stars into the other room. Uh, you're keeping Father Orsi in line. He almost got into a few fist fights uh, during the cocktail hour. So, <laughs> Rob, did I did I tell you about that? Oh, I know. Yeah. We don't need to get into it. But okay, BC, how do you do it? How do you? How, I mean, tell us. I mean, I want to know about your background too, disc jockey. Come on, you got a lot to tell us. So. You know, I, I was a disc jockey back when uh, dinosaurs roamed the face of the earth, actually, the early <laughs> 70s. And I wasn't very good. Uh, God gave me a great voice. He didn't give me a lot of talent. And so I um, really was looking for what I was going to do with my life. And lo and behold, a friend of mine had produced a couple of concerts. Now, in the 70s, the concert business was like the Wild West. There was no no corporate involvement. And uh so without any money and uh, not knowing what I was doing, I said to him, why don't we become partners and go in the concert business? So what I did the other night with Jim Caviezel brought back memories of that time where as the promoter, you solve all the problems. Everybody comes to you. You're the, you're the, the like the pressure point comes to you and says, this is happening. That's happening. And you need to think on your feet and just do it. So uh, that part, frankly, uh, on uh, Thursday night, a week ago last night, Thursday night, was kind of fun. Leading up to it was nightmarish because, <laughs> you know, Father and I had this idea, and then God spoke to Father and said, you have to do this. He called me and he said, BC, we have to do this. God told me. So at that point, we were committed. And uh, there was a point where we were wondering, how are we going to fund this thing? And we overcame that. Then there was a point where I was saying, you know, Father, I think we're only going to lose ten dollars or $20,000. Then we got to the point where I said, Father, I'm pretty sure we're going to break even. And we actually made a pretty healthy profit the other night, um, a, a lot of which we donated to uh, an organization called Wings of Shelter, which provides safe houses for young girls, underage girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking. You know, BC is telling, is telling you the absolute truth, the way it happened. Uh, God really did tell me that we had to do this thing. And uh, sometimes, um, uh, well, you might be crossing some boundaries uh, that uh, ruffle people's feathers. Not that I would ever do that, but God told me what to do. And if God tells you to do it, it'll work out. It really will work out. And and thank God it did. It, and it worked out in a more magnificent way than I than I ever thought. You know, BC was telling me, ah, you know, the tickets aren't going good and tickets are, you know, blah, 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 blah. Maybe they're too much money. I said, don't worry. We're going to be okay. 
And uh, sure enough, we, we were okay, uh, better than okay. So, uh, yeah, if God says do it, you do it. And God now, will make it work out. How Amen. this came about was God spoke to Father just before he got on the altar. And <laughs> during his homily, he announced, God has spoken to me. We want to bring, or Action for Life, not we, Action for Life wants to bring Jim Caviezel to Naples. And I'd like you to get involved in that. And uh, that was at four o'clock mass on Saturday. So someone called me and said, did you hear what Father Orsi said? Well, that's not an unusual question. So I said, <laughs> what did he say? He said that you guys are bringing Jim Caviezel to Naples. And I went, what? <laughs> 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 but God was with us and God blessed us with a great event. So yeah. let's let's put some context into it. I mean, uh, for our listeners at Truth Culture Life, Father Orsi and I have talked about the um, Sound of Freedom movie a number of times. And we've mentioned like people that listen to this show know that we are doing you guys are doing the event in Naples. Um, and for, for those that aren't listening, I mean, this is so important. Um and this is about this is about life. It's about the sanctity of life. But it's so often in the pro-life movement, we're focusing on you know the preborn, the unborn. This is this is trafficking, human slavery, right? I yeah, mean, no. give it some context to what you guys uh, experienced during the Jim Caviezel event. Well, in a moment, I'll let Father tell his story. Uh, but I just want to say, as we got into this thing, we came to realize that. Uh, human sex trafficking is a huge issue in America, particularly here in Florida. And what I learned in doing some research as we were preparing for this event is that the amount of money generated by human trafficking will soon eclipse the amount of money generated by illegal drugs. If you can imagine that, it's billions, it's hundreds of billions of dollars, and it's happening right under our nose. Mm. It's unbelievable. And, and our government is allowing it to happen. Yeah. Right? They're coming up through the border. And uh, many of them are unaccompanied minors. 80,000 children are unaccounted for. They've been shipped all over the country. The government does not even know where they are. It's sometimes, sometimes they send them to, in quotes, foster care. Foster care has not been vetted. A lot of these children run away from foster care and they end up being picked up by sex traffickers. That's because, what the situation is. And that's because, what the president of the United States is allowing to happen. It's drugs coming over the border. It's people coming from countries which are not exactly friendly to the United States. And it's allowing children to come in through the border and then letting those kids be susceptible to drug and sex trafficking. And those kids are vulnerable. They are looking for someone to protect them. And these predators begin by treating them very nicely, by uh, coddling them, by uh, giving them gifts and what they perceive is love. And then over time, that dynamic changes. And pretty soon, they're performing sex, sex acts for money, not once a day, like once an hour. Hmm. It, yeah. it, it's 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 just it's sickening. But yeah. Father, why don't you talk about your experience with the movie? We we saw the movie the same week, but at different times. Yeah, because I told you how to go. 
<laughs> I told you how to go. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I don't usually go to the movies, as everybody knows. Uh, I, see, I saw three movies in the last 15 years. And uh, one of them was, of course, The Passion of the Christ. The other one was Les Miserables. And this was the third, simply because everybody was talking about it. And so I said, well, I, bet, I better go see this movie. And uh, it was early in the morning, uh, the first showing, 1030. I'm in the theater literally by myself. And uh, I'm watching the movie and I'm crying in the theater to see what was happening. It was just, I, I never knew how bad it was. I never knew that. So I uh, left the movies and I was running through my head and running through my head. And I got to do something about this. And, you know, BC, if you remember, even before I saw the movie, when we had my birthday party, Remember I told the folks at this uh, luncheon, we had kind of my birthday party pro-life uh, fundraiser. And I said to you, BC, I said, I'm hearing about this movie, Sound of Freedom. You got to do something about it. <laughs> you got to do something about it. <laughs> so once I, once I saw the movie, I That's said, no. That's the immediate refrain, Father. You got to <laughs> do something about it. <laughs> then once I saw the movie, I said, oh, God. Tell me what I got to do about this. And then it came to me that we had to get Cabezal. It came to me we had to get Cabezal. And then, you know, I'm getting ready to, to go on the altar for Sunday morning. And God told me I had to ask the people to help me do this. And, uh, and they did. And they did. You know, I asked for a bridge loan. I said, look, I'm not, I don't want to take your money. I said, I just need a bridge loan. Just give it to me so I can get Cabezal here. And bingo, we got it. And people got their bridge loan back, right, BC? Yep. I'm yep. as good as Uncle Sam's Treasury Department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one of those things, Father, where you have to take a leap of faith sometimes. And so much of like the work I'm involved with and the, the projects that I undertake, I mean, I get it. Uh, you know, sometimes you embark on a journey without necessarily knowing how you're going to get from point A to point B. You just start walking. You start going yeah. in the right direction. And, uh, you know, Providence time and time again shows uh, the Lord delivers when you're doing his will. So, you know what? You said that to me a number of years ago. You had one of your projects. It was probably the Summit for Life in Washington. I, oh, something else. You always had some real good ideas that I liked. And I said to you, I said, um, Robin Hood, uh, how are you going to pay for this stuff? And you said to me, well, uh, you know, this is how I do it. I see what I want, and I figure out later on how I'm going to get the money for it. <laughs> yeah, because God provides. If you're doing the right thing, God provides. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's wanting the right thing and then getting the right people. The person that God has his hand on. And you got to be able to recognize the person that God has his hand on and that the Holy Spirit is moving in. Okay. And, you know, like John Paul the Great, he was wonderful. He say. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And that's it. Once you hear that, do not be afraid. All right. It's a good cause. You're going to take care of it. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have trouble along the way. I mean, you know, you're going to have trouble. You can hit some bumps along the way. And you but, say, oh, my gosh, what now? But God pulled you out. If I may, in, throughout the Bible, we learn um, that people who had faith were healed. Again and again, Jesus says, because you had faith, right? And yeah. so you get into situations like this, which, you know, we're talking about various projects. If you have faith, 
God will take care of you. It's that simple. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like Peter walk, walking on the water, you know. Uh, he's walking at Jesus, have faith, have faith. All of a sudden, he lost faith for a moment. He, goes, woo, 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 woo. he starts to drown. That's oh, right. Help, help, help. I, and Jesus I'll, reaches out, helps him right up. I've been there. Uh, you know, I have sunk on occasion, more than one occasion. But faith, you know, heals a lot of uh, challenges. Amen. Yeah. No, this is great. Uh, so for all of our listeners, you're listening to Truth Culture Life. I haven't told Father Orsi yet, but technically today is the first episode of season two, Father. How so we, that? Yeah. yeah, I don't, it's sort of arbitrary. We sort of just ar I arbitrarily decided that a couple of weeks ago. That, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me, I mean, has, the, has, has we spread throughout the country and uh, we're, the universe? We're spreading like wildfire. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> So, hey, all right. So listen, you're listening to BC uh, and Father Orsi and I'm Royce Hood at uh, Catholic Spirit Radio. I just want to thank everybody for, for listening to this program and be sure to download the app at catholicspiritradio.com. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. We're going to be talking about Action for Life, some of the shows that BC produces, and then we'll get into the upcoming uh, second annual Law of Life Summit as well. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Yeah, don't ever lose hope. Please believe in yourself. There's a new app. So Catholic Spirit Radio listeners with new phones, tablets, and other listening devices can also listen to our programs and podcasts. Go to your Google Play or Apple App Store to find the app Catholic Spirit Talk Radio. It's free. New app, same quality programs. A warm welcome to our new Catholic Spirit Radio listeners in Rockford. We hope you are inspired and informed by our quality programs. Tell others about Catholic Spirit Radio now heard in the Rockford area on 88.9 FM and catholicspiritradio.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. We're the hosts of More to Life. For us, Catholic Radio is something that draws us together into conversations that can be at times difficult, but when directed by charity, become positively impactful. That's why we're so glad you're participating in your own way, by listening right now. Let everyone else know about this jewel you have found. Please invite others into this work that the Holy Spirit is already doing. Invite them to listen. Hi, this is Kathy and Anne from Catholic Spirit Radio. We are looking for folks who would love to volunteer with us during our fundraisers and various other station events and tasks throughout the year. We really need volunteers in the DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, Joliet, and Lincoln areas, as well as Bloomington Normal. If you have a few extra hours or more a month, put them to use for the Lord. We would love to add your name to our Catholic Spirit Radio volunteer list. Contact us at office at catholicspiritradio.org. Hey, this is Father Mitch Pacwa, host of Open Line Wednesday. For me, Catholic Radio is a chance to speak and hear our Catholic doctrine, consider it, think about it, apply it to everyday life, and be blatantly in the public with it. And I am so thankful to you for being an important part of the Lord's plan. By participating and listening, invite others to listen and hear Open Line has Catholic Spirit Radio touched you? Maybe it has brought you closer to God or even into the church. Tell us your story. Call or text our listener comment line. If you like, you can remain anonymous. 773-541-4159. 
Welcome back to Truth Culture Life at Catholic Spirit Radio and everywhere that you can uh, download streaming and your podcasts. Thank you for listening. All right, BC and Father, we're spilling the beans on some stuff, but we're not going to get into it on the record. I know we can't, but wow, you guys have some interesting things going on. I mean, let me ask you a question. What do you guys get together, have a glass of scotch, and then, you know, figure out ways to conquer the world? Is that what's going on? Uh, well, we don't usually sit down and have scotch because I'm stunado enough. You know what that means in Italian? Ah. Stunado means I'm a little bit cuckoo enough without the scotch. All I right? I the scotch. I love it. But, you know, if you come to my house, then you get the scotch. Like me and you, like we were having some scotches after the event. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, was, it was a late night. I was like, okay, we're done with this event. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to sleep. And Father's like, hey, let's have a, let's have a glass of scotch. Yeah, then he went to bed and I just stayed up around the clock and left the house <laughs> about two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, we got, I mean, I mean, we got some huge plans. Not that I'm going to say what they are. That's up to BC. No, but that's it. <laughs> we can make the announcement whenever you guys are ready. But BC, I, I want to talk about, first of all, I mean, so you were a disc jockey. You have this uh, reversion back to your faith and now you're producing television shows. Tell us yep. a little bit about uh, some of the programming that you're doing for Action for Life. Well, the first program that we has been on the air for several years that I uh, took over as uh, as producer is Action for Life Television, and it's an interview program that Father Orsi does every week. It it appears on the uh, on the Catholic Television Network affiliate in Southwest Florida, and we just interview people that are involved in sanctity of life issues. And that could be, you know, for example, the the uh, lieutenant who runs the sex crimes uh, division at the Collier County Sheriff's Office. It can be someone from one of the pregnancy resource centers. Um, it runs the gamut, but the uh, objective is number one, to educate people to what's out there. And number two, to give some of these smaller pro-life organizations uh, the exposure that they deserve and uh, hopefully generate some money for them. So that's Action for Life TV. Uh, about uh, not quite a year ago, I guess it was six or eight months ago, Father and I started another program that appears on, on Sundays on uh, the uh, ABC affiliate in, uh, in Southwest Florida and then on the NBC affiliate. It airs at 5.30 in the morning on ABC and 1130 in the morning on NBC. It also airs in upstate New York. And that's called a, a conversation with Father Orsi. And um, uh, Royce, you'll relate to this. We sit down to tape these programs, which are a half hour in length. And uh, I say, so Father, I'm thinking uh, that we should talk about whatever. Um, and uh, so the reason I'm thinking this is, you know, I read the Wall Street Journal or, and here's some scripture that relates to it. And father will go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Let's roll. <laughs> and we literally have a half hour conversation. It just meanders to wherever it goes, but um, it's completely unscripted. And people go out of their way to say, I really like the program. In fact, when we know is, at 11.30 on Sunday morning, it sometimes is preempted for sports events. And um, if it's not on, people are out of their minds like, well, what happened to the show this week? So it works. And, uh, um, you know, it, it. it's. A, I guess I would describe the program as being 
about uh, social issues and how the gospel relates to those issues. I would also say for our older listeners, it's really fathers, Johnny, Johnny uh, Carson, and I'm Ed McMahon. I'm just there <laughs> as a foil. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're a lot more than that. You know how to push, to push the right button to get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had one producer once tell me, I, I, I said, I made a suggestion to him once, and he says to me, I want you to remember, you're only a face and a mouth. I pull the strings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, the thing about Father is it's kind of fun to push his buttons sometimes, right? I mean, <laughs> when Father gets riled up. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Get him on a roll, and then I can just step back, and, and he's then it becomes – Father, it, we're you know we're eleven minutes in. We need to take a break here. <laughs> Calm him down a little bit. As long as you're not on the receiving end, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Next moment, good to go. Uh, so yeah, listen, I I love this. I love the fact that you guys improvise for the program. I mean, that is definitely that's a lot of what we do here at Truth Culture Life. I mean, a lot oftentimes we don't know what we're going to talk about until we hit record and. I feel like that organic conversation, there's something so real and authentic about it. You know, when things are overly scripted, you can tell. And it's, you know, you know the other, the other thing, Robin Hood is this, um, you got to have the right chemistry, yep. you know, uh, like as soon as I, you know, uh, met BC, see this, this, uh, program was proposed to us. Uh, funding was given to us for a program. And, uh, they wanted me to do something like Fulton Sheen, you know, getting up there on stage and, you know, having the blackboard or whatever they have these days. And I said, nah, I said, BC, I'll do it if you do it with me, because I knew there was the simpatico that I could work with him there. And, you know, there's only one Fulton Sheen and he did his thing and he was like the greatest of all time, but times have changed. And, uh, I think, you know, the, uh, the rapport that we have and the conversation that we have has a, a, a real uh, dynamic to it that people enjoy because they'll come into church and see the both of us, you know? Yeah. Oh, I saw you on TV, you know? So it works. The same thing like like me and you pulled stuff off Robin Hood, even this show. I mean, like the first time I met you, I knew what I had. And it was that simpatico there. You could talk to me about anything. You come and see me and we, Say all right, all right. Let's let's talk this thing through, and uh, and it works because you can have somebody there that you know is like you know a, a pro's pro, and you know if I don't have that you know feeling of uh, you know uh, community with that person, thought and spirit, it, it's no good. It's no good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what I like about a conversation with Father Orsi is it is truly a conversation, and it often. Uh, talks about current events, whether that's the conflict in Israel or the conflict in Ukraine, you know, whatever it is. Um, but when I watch the show, and I do watch the show so that I can see it as a viewer, um, we're doing God's work without being a couple of holy rollers. Yeah. You know, we're having a conversation, but it's a conversation that relates back to our Lord Jesus Christ and what he has done for us and continues to do for us. Yeah, you know, it's a lot different from a lot of those uh, 
evangelists, you know, yes. like uh, Swaggart and, uh, and and Pat Robertson. It's a different kind of a show. You know, it's not like pounding the Bible and uh, talking hellfire and brimstone, uh, but it's talking about real uh, issues and how the Bible or, you know, Christian perspective can uh, shed some light on the issues and help us to, you know, develop a certain mind frame as to how to uh, see these and uh, how to uh, approach them as a Christian. That, that's what I see in it. Yep, I agree. I love it. I, I love it. I love the, I like this program. You know, what we're doing here at Truth Culture Life is kind of fun because we we try to hit political, you know, the politics. We try to hit the theological and then we just have a good time. And that's, I think, what it's all about. And some of the feedback that I've received um, is the, you know, it's people, people get bombarded with so much. Sometimes it's fun to kind of have a different direction and something unique. So, so there you have it. I, I love it. Um, folks can check out all the shows that father's involved with at actionforlife.org. You know what? I just realized that you guys need like a truth culture life button on there. We should have, we should make action for life co-producers of this program. We, um, we probably, you know what? I'm going to write that down right now. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's, let's put it down, you know, and, uh, you know, let's, let's, let, let, let us once again, pay attention to what Robin Hood proposes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick hunt. Yeah. I'll tell you folks, Robin Hood is not a loser. I met losers in my time. He's a winner. Wow. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, you know what else? He's the only lawyer I know who doesn't lie when his lips are moving. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably not a very good lawyer, I guess, at the end of the day. <laughs> right. I'm a different kind of lawyer. Um, you know, I it's one the thing about being a lawyer, it's it's weird. A lot of doors have opened being a lawyer. So that's fantastic. There's never a shortage of things to do, but I get a lot of people that call me and asking me for advice. And you know, nobody wants to pay a lawyer at the end of the day. Nobody minds paying for a good steak. Okay. But when you're paying a lawyer, people are like, eh. Yeah. That's why. How many times did I tell you guys, as soon as you pick up the phone, you turn on the clock. Yeah, that's it. You have that's to. That's right. You have to. So listen, um, I there's a few big headlines that I, I'm thinking about. Um, you know, first of all, have you guys heard about this Eucharistic miracle that has been circulating on social media? Father, uh, through the Divine Mary, uh, let's see. Let is, that, me see. is that one in Boston? Or, uh, is it Connecticut. In Boston? Connecticut. It, yeah. Connecticut? Let's see. Let's see. I've got the Facebook post here. It's uh, it's quite interesting. The Marian Hel Association of Marian Helpers. Um, okay. Father Chris Aller did a retreat on Mary in the Eucharist. And during the process of that, there's hundreds of people. They were in Brentwood, California. Oh, I didn't know that. An one. image of Mary appeared on one of the Eucharists. Wow! And uh, heard of this? Yeah, you guys haven't heard this? No, no, it's I haven't been, heard this one. It's been just really blowing up on social media. I'll tell you what. We'll come right back to that. I'll see if I can put a pull a picture up of it here in a second. Obviously, for our listeners um, on the radio, if you go to Truth Culture Life Pod at Facebook, I will post an image of this story. And uh, I know this priest, this um, this father through the divine. Uh, I mean, he's a, he's a legitimate priest. I, I've never known this fella to. Uh, Are there not like, unlike unlike me, I mean, <laughs> you know, unlike me. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, other headlines. So, yeah, P I I'll tell you what. I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but you know there have been literally billions of dollars of endowment money being pulled from Ivy League universities across the country over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. About time. Rightfully so. Yeah. Right? It's sad it took, you know, deaths, thousands of deaths for this to happen and a bunch of idiots opening their mouth and not knowing what they're talking about. But, I mean, what do you guys think about this? You know, do, are, are, are the universities in this country doing us any favors? You see, I'll are, are, put that in your lap. Uh, We're talking about, you know, the Harvards, the Columbias, these Ivy League, you know, these places that used to be the envy of the world. Know, what, it, what is happening? It's a different era. Now, I will tell you, I don't have an undergrad degree. So, you know, my perspective may be different than others. But in the 21st century, I'm not sure, other than the social aspect, what a college degree gets for many people. There are exceptions to that. Certainly attorneys, uh, 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 physicians, other professionals need that formal education. But particularly with AI on the horizon, I think that um, the, the education that these, it's not an education, it's indoctrination that these kids are getting in a lot of these IVs. And it has gotten out of control. I mean, th this has been going on since the 60s, right? Since Vietnam um, and, uh, you know, the yippies and all that kind of stuff. But it has absolutely gotten out of control. And when I look at the, um, the support for Palestine, not because uh, or not as a result of humanitarian concerns, but as a result of the fact that they say those darn Jews, right? I mean, that's essentially what these kids are saying is those darn Jews, which is what my mom used to say when I was a kid, but that's another story. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't get it. Um, Israel was not the aggressor here. They're entitled to defend themselves. And I think they need to send a strong message. So, uh, you know, I'm not always in favor of war, but in this case, I think that the Israelis have to send a very strong message to Hezbollah and um, what's the other one? Hamas. Uh, Hamas. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know, so getting into the war stuff, obviously, I mean, it, look, to, to, from my perspective, we're basically in World War III, whether people realize it or not. That's what it looks like to me. You've got Russia fighting in Ukraine. You've got China uh, bumping in the boats from the Philippines in the Pacific, putting all sorts of missiles and things in the direction of Taiwan. You've got conflicts in Africa. You've got the, the Israel, Gaza, pro probably Iran's going to get pulled into it. Um, you've Iran got is, Iran is in it. They're in it. You've they're got in it. Order. Proxy, sure. There yeah. are, there are um, radical Islamists and militants coming over our border. We know that there's been reports of people being arrested that are literally not from South America that are from the Middle East. They're all men, they're military age, and they hate this country. They're not here to, you know, flip pancakes. <laughs> That's for sure. And, you know, we have to ask ourselves, why is this happening? Because certainly the uh, Middle East is a, is a powder keg. And if Iran uh, continues, they've already attacked Americans. 
if Hezbollah goes into Israel, it's World War III, and they have to go after Iran. They have to, that's the head of the snake. But uh, that happens, I mean, you're gonna see the Russians moving into uh, other areas and the Chinese, and my prediction is that as the world is looking one way, the Chinese will move in on Taiwan because it's a perfect opportunity for them to take that island back. And they're not afraid of the president of the United States. Well, and not only that, right? I mean, I remember there used to be a board game called uh, Axes and Allies, right? And the good guys were the allies, right? The Axis back in uh, World War II was Japan. It was Nazi Germany, right? Um, So recently, the Ayatollah of Iran came out with their Axis of Resistance. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah. And they're literally calling themselves the axis of resistance. Like, I don't know if they don't read history books or not, but the axis wasn't exactly on the right side of history. Uh, and these are a number of nations that basically have a obligation, almost like NATO, to resist the West and to yeah. defend each other. Well, let's just talk about, you know, uh, BC already spoke about uh, the universities here uh, and what the universities are producing. Uh, my niece is a graduate of uh, Cooper Union, which is in New York City. And uh, she was invited back there the other day to give a presentation to incoming students, new students. And at that very time, the uh, Palestinian organizations, uh, Hamas, announced that they were having a protest at Cooper Union and Jewish students were told, they locked themselves in the library Jewish students locked themselves in the library, and the New York Police Department told the Jews to stay away from a big protest that is going to take place in Crown Heights in Brooklyn. Could you imagine the New York City police telling Jewish people to stay home? My niece was getting on the subway. She had a a long coat on, which many Jewish people will wear, a long coat. And somebody from behind her said, I hate Jews. What is going on here? It's, it's spreading like wildfire. I mean, you wouldn't, it's it's a, not, there are signs. There's a restaurant picture. It's Turkey. Right? I mean, it's a Muslim nation, but in Turkey, there are restaurants that have signs in the last 48 or 72 hours that now have the Star of David, Jews not allowed. Could what you imagine you? this? We yeah, are seeing resurgence of World War II. Can, right? I ask, can I ask you guys, both of you are way smarter than I am. Let me pose this simple question because no one ever gives me a straight answer. Why is it that the majority of Jewish people in America support the Democrat Party? I Great don't question. know. Who knows? The only, the only answer that I get, this is the answer that I get because I've asked Jewish people this question. Mm-hmm. And they say it goes back to Franklin Roosevelt, that uh, he was very, very good to the Jewish people uh, during World War II. Uh, they created jobs, yeah. and uh, they haven't forgotten that, and they've stayed with the uh, Democrat Party. Also, uh, they uh, and it's a different Democrat Party, though. Uh, they like the idea of liberalism, freedom, but the Democrat Party is no longer about freedom. It's about <laughs> control. Oh, it's, so yeah. I, if I were if I were a Jewish person, I'd reconsider the party that I support because Donald Trump supported Israel. Right. And, and and move the embassy back from uh, Tel Aviv into Jerusalem. Right. We need to we need to jump into a commercial break. You're listening to Truth Culture Life. We're going to keep going. We're gonna, I'm going to get Fire and BC uh, uh, Father. I called him Fire. I'm going to get Father fired up on the other side of the break if I can. Yeah. Stick with us. We'll be right back. 
there's a new app. So Catholic Spirit Radio listeners with new phones, tablets, and other listening devices can also listen to our programs and podcasts. Go to your Google Play or Apple App Store to find the app Catholic Spirit Talk Radio. It's free. New app, same quality programs. A warm welcome to our new Catholic Spirit Radio listeners in Rockford. We hope you are inspired and informed by our quality programs. Tell others about Catholic Spirit Radio now heard in the Rockford area on 88.9 FM and catholicspiritradio.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. We're the hosts of More to Life. For us, Catholic Radio is something that draws us together into conversations that can be at times difficult, but when directed by charity, become positively impactful. That's why we're so glad you're participating in your own way. By listening right now, let everyone else know about this jewel you have found. Please invite others into this work that the Holy Spirit is already doing. Invite them to listen. Hi, this is Kathy and Anne from Catholic Spirit Radio. We are looking for folks who would love to volunteer with us during our fundraisers and various other station events and tasks throughout the year. We really need volunteers in the DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, Joliet, and Lincoln areas, as well as Bloomington Normal. If you have a few extra hours or more a month, put them to use for the Lord. We would love to add your name to our Catholic Spirit Radio volunteer list. Contact us at office at catholicspiritradio.org. Hey, this is Father Mitch Pacwa, host of Open Line Wednesday. For me, Catholic Radio is a chance to speak and hear our Catholic doctrine, consider it, think about it, apply it to everyday life, and be blatantly in the public with it. And I am so thankful to you for being an important part of the Lord's plan. By participating and listening, invite others to listen and hear Open Line Has Catholic Spirit Radio touched you? Maybe it has brought you closer to God or even into the church. Tell us your story. Call or text our listener comment line. If you like, you can remain anonymous. 773-541-4159. Welcome back to Truth Culture Life at Catholic Spirit Radio. Be sure to check us out online at Facebook forward slash Truth Culture Life pod. You're listening to um, BC and Father Orsi. I'm a bit jealous. Both guys are down in Naples right now, and it's kind of dreary and gray and muggy outside here in uh, Illinois. Well, I've invited you back millions of times. I need it. I'm going to need a salary or something. I mean, I have six kids here, and you know, it it's, can it can be arranged. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy. We have this beautiful house up in Illinois. It's, I mean, it's a big house, and. I will say though, we probably pay more in property taxes than you do. Oh, sure do. So yeah. We are locked into a two and a quarter interest rate. BC, what are the interest rates at now uh, on a thirty-year fix? Probably six, seven, eight percent if you're lucky. Approaching eight. Oh my God, that's awful. That's well, just awful. It's well, not. This is by design. I'm absolutely convinced this is by design. Yeah, Klaus Schwab come out a number of years ago. Father, we covered this on this program a year ago. Yeah. And he said, look, uh, by 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll love it. Yeah. We are seeing a decrease of value in the U.S. dollar like never before. Increase in interest rates across the board. Um, it's becoming virtually impossible for young people in particular to buy real estate. They can't afford it. Well, and, and the market is frozen besides because those people who have three, three and a half percent mortgages, 
are not going anywhere because you know. we're going to leave the 3% uh, land to get to the 8% land. The, 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 the money doesn't make sense. So that explains why Home Depot and Lowe's are booming because people are improving what they have. But unfortunately, that doesn't allow for entry level purchases. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. In, the re- in the meantime, Robinhood and the Fair Maid and our little uh, band of thieves here, we're stuck in communist land, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. But at least yeah. we got Catholic Spirit Radio doing some good work. Uh, I just participated, BC and Father, on a live telethon with Catholic Spirit Radio this week. And they are, um, they went from, in 2011, a 200 watt band that hit, you know, I don't know, 10,000 homes or something. They are now just almost 10 years later at a million homes wow. from central all the way up to northern Illinois. And it looks like we might be trying to do something here in Peoria and some other spots. So I tell you, people, people want, goodness they want truth they want yep. they don't want the filth and that's why you know a little nonprofit where everybody volunteers is expanding the way it is so look we were talking about um world war three and the universities and I'll, I'll say this i don't want to get too political because it's a you know a catholic radio show and all that but bottom line is i hate to remind everybody but i love to there was absolutely no wars under trump that's true. no new wars no new conflicts. And I remember people saying, he's going to cause World War III. He's going to do this and do that. Literally every single thing that was of, people were afraid of has happened uh, under this administration. So um, I don't know if you guys want to take it away. Here's where I'm at on the whole war thing. I respect the dignity and the sanctity of human life. I don't want to see kids' heads being chopped off, whether it's in Israel or Gaza or anywhere. And I think about these children. Look, uh, I, you know, Putin, I hate to agree with Putin on something here, but I, I do. He said, look, if the, if the men want to fight, let them fight. Leave the kids out of it. It kind of makes sense. Absolutely. He's right. He, he's right. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I, I can't get over uh, how naive people are. You know, all you need is some nut to press the button. And uh, you, you have the Ayatollah. I don't think he would stop at anything because the hatred for Israel is so strong. Uh, they want the whole Middle East to be dedicated to Allah and mm-hmm. the whole world. So they will destroy even their own people to get what they want and to make a show of, you see what the, uh, the Jews did. Do you see what the Western world did? And they'll attack their own people to show some kind of carnage. Well, not to mention uh, they, they want martyrdom. They want to die. Oh, yeah. You, you go right to heaven. Well, wherever you go to Allah was someplace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, wow. We've, I tell you what. So MSNBC is making fun of the new speaker of the house uh, for saying the human heart is to blame for some of the violence that we're seeing around the world. And that's what you get from liberal media is is that kind of, you know, rhetoric that has no basis in fact. Has it occurred to the, it has not occurred to the American public that there is no news anymore. It is one long editorial that's controlled by a handful of individuals who run a handful of media conglomerates. That's why nobody trusts them. You can't trust the media. I spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. And somebody said to me, well, what should we read? What should we watch? I said, forget the television. You know, read the Wall Street Journal. That's about as good as it's going to get. 
Turn off the TV. There, yeah, there's very little worth watching on television. Now, I, I don't know if either of you guys are on Twitter. Well, the, you know, it's called X now. Yep. That is where I get my news. Yeah, that's what I get mine too. It's and it's fascinating. Uh, I, I a lot of times, Father, I don't know if you're experiencing this. I am observing things happening in real time. Yeah. And a day or two later, I see the media headlines come out with what I observed in real time. And the headlines are like, it's interesting to see how they twist the narrative. I'm like, that's yeah. not what it was. Right. It, well, right. But my only comment about that is I'm on X a lot. Um, but you need a filter because there are a lot of Looney Tunes that love to spew opinions that have no basis in fact. And that's also fake news. So you find yeah. that you have to be very selective in who you follow and what you pay attention to. As I had an aunt, English was her second language, so she spoke very broken English. But anytime there was any dispute, she would say to me, but you know, twas Mark on the paper. What she was saying is, well, I read it in the newspaper. It must be right. real. And even right. then, the newspaper wasn't always right. Yeah, uh, God, God well, we have that that example where uh, Hamas said that the Israelis blew up a hospital. Right. Their missile misfired. If not, if if not, they was put there on purpose. But then they said, look at all it killed five hundred uh, innocent people, and it didn't even hit a hospital. It landed in a parking lot. I mean, and the media went with that narrative over and over and over again to paint Israel in a bad light. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was on Twitter when the news of that broke and I saw the video. I mean, minutes after, you know, some guy didn't even know what had happened. There's been an explosion at this hospital uh, or in the parking lot, wherever it was. Uh, and it's, it was interesting. I, to BC's point, I, uh, I follow several different groups on Twitter and I was watching those two different narratives spin out of control from the very beginning. Within minutes, it was Hamas blaming Israel Israel blaming Hamas. I even saw folks blaming Iran as like a false flag attack to try to rile up the right. And that one, that story ended up not going anywhere. But it's fascinating to see these headlines emerge in real time. Um, getting in, getting into headlines, switching gears here for a minute, and then we'll go. We'll, we'll take the last few minutes and talk about the summit. Uh, Pope Francis has announced that the Catholic teaching regarding female deacons orders are reserved for men. So Francis has apparently. Um, Come out and supported the tradition there, Father. What do you? What's your reaction? Finally, he's right on something. <laughs> I mean, this was something that was known all along, and yet uh, he continually had different commissions. I think were two previous commissions meeting, and still he brought it up to this synod of synodality. And I think, I think that his people finally said, "We better not go there because we're going to have a schism in the church." Because there's no grounds for it. As a matter of fact, I've been reading up on. Hold on a minute. Right. I've been reading. I've been reading up on this for a long time, and I'm just reading this book right now. It's uh, called Deaconess Deaconesses: An Historical Study, and uh, there's no grounds for it. But I knew this all along. There are no grounds for it. Why do you keep on studying something when there's no grounds for it? because you want to step outside the tradition and that delegitimizes the faith. It delegitimizes the faith. And I'm glad he knew enough when to stop. Yeah. So we'll wait, have to wait and see what else comes out of this uh, synod 
Uh, but at least some some reassuring news there. I mean, look, there's so much chaos in the world right now. Uh, it's easy to kind of get down. Um, but there's so something much happened. Some why did he come out with it now when the Senate is still in session? Who knows? Something it, happened. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe like you said. Uh, yeah, fear, fear of that schism. Who knows? So, so look on on some positive news. Uh, it was amazing to be with Father and uh, NBC down in Naples for the Jim Caviezel event. I uh, I just can't tell you guys how much how exciting that was to see that uh, and to see all the people that showed up. And you know, human trafficking, the the sex trafficking, is not an issue that I'm I've I'm really up to speed on. Apart from watching uh, watching the film that we saw, uh, you know, A Sound of Freedom, and then hearing hearing some of the the talks that happened. You had Ken Newman talk about some of his work with the safety enterprises, and I hope to talk to him because look, guys, even things look in your own communities. It's easy to see. You see these shady looking massage parlors. They they typically say spa. Right. And they've got their windows completely covered. And I was reading, you know, spas, there's legitimate spas out there. You can go and get a good massage, right? Okay, I, I've had a massage before. I like that. That's good. I've gone to a chiropractor. Okay, there's, you know, the resorts and so forth. You see some of these places, they've got like these neon signs. They're open all night long. The windows are blacked out. What the heck are these things? And they're everywhere. Uh, they're up here. They're all over the place. And... There's something weird going on there. And I, I don't know that they're investigated. I don't know, you know, what's being done about it. Um, so it opened my eyes. I th The next time I come to Naples, hopefully sooner than later, fellas, we have to do an interview with Father O for Incorruptible. And then in March, we're going to be doing the second annual Naples Summit. Wow, that's going to be huge. Yeah, I, who, do you, who do you have lined up? Tell us about it. It's a three-day event, isn't it? Gonna be a three-day event. We're gonna have a first day will be excursions and you know things to kind of get pro-life leaders together and, and doing some things outside of, of the work that we do. The second day is gonna be trainings. We're talking to Leadership Institute and Sidewalk Advocates for Life. Uh, and I know you guys will actually. I, a little bird told me you're gonna be seeing Lauren uh, Musica this weekend. So right, tell us, we, we need them to do a training on sidewalk advocacy day number two. Um, and the goal guys, is I want people to, that go to the trainings to get a certificate from the Naples Summit. It can be presented by Action for Life, whoever, certificate of completion. And over time, if we do this every single year, I think that will that will be pretty cool to have that track record of who completed these trainings and these different things. Maybe we can do one on the media. Uh, we're going to bring donuts to Sunlight Home and supplies to those women. And then we're going to have some big pro-life leaders. we got Father Orsi talking. Now, this is taking place in a, a, a non-Catholic church, right? That's my understanding. It looks like yeah. we're going to be at New Hope. Uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, March 20th and, to 22nd. And my, my buddy, May and Pastor Thigpen, are going to be speaking, right? Uh, are we having Q&A together? What are we doing? Do yeah, you guys can do a Q&A. Absolutely. I don't know. You tell us. You tell Let's us. Me, me, and I'm going to use the church. And it's a fantastic uh, sanctuary and a beautiful place. Great you know, and it's an ecumenical event, which is uh, right. which is important for pro-life events, I think, uh, to to maintain that. Because, look, if you're defending the sanctity of human life, we want you to come. That's it. That's yeah. So uh, we, I think, in you know, there's some other folks I want to invite too. Um, and we got to we need to get Abby Johnson down and some others. Uh, who knows? Maybe you guys could get another big movie star come down, right? Well, you never know. Well, you never know what we can do. So look, we, we, we're, we're wrapping up. We're out of time at Truth Culture Life. 
It's been a ton of fun having BC here. Um, BC, go ahead and give us a plug for the website for Action for Life before you jump Action off. Actionforlife.org. Let me just give you a plug for why you call me BC. Because my name is Bill Cloutier. And nobody can say Cloutier. And there's too many bills in the world. So that's how I became BC. The, the, the website is actionforlife.org. You can see Father Orsi's homilies. You can see Action for Life TV with Father Orsi. And you can see a conversation with Father Orsi that also features me in a small supporting role. And of course, there's a lot of resources on that website uh, as well, uh, or I should say, including uh, uh, things that are happening in Southwest Florida that relate to the sanctity of life, uh, various events, it's a, it's a pretty robust website, a lot of news. Um, we, we republish uh, LifeSite news, news stories, um, and uh, it's probably worth a visit, uh, actionforlife.org. No, it's a great website. It's intuitive. It's very easy to navigate, and you've got a lot of great resources on there. So it's a great plug. BC, Father, thank you so much for joining Robin us. Robin Hood, always a pleasure. All right, we'll be in touch. You're listening to Truth Culture Live, the Catholic Spirit Radio. We'll see you next week. Something touched my heart.